Welcome, everyone, to the On Mission podcast by Grace Church. I'm Micah Boggs, the digital strategy and worship resident here at Grace. I'm filling in today for Pastor Dave because he is on sabbatical still. Uh, And today we get to talk about the new campus going in Medina. Uh, I have our campus pastor here, Aaron Justice. He's joining me, and he's been here for nearly a year now. So, Aaron, uh, please tell me about yourself and your family. Sure. Well, my name is Aaron Justice, uh, 37-year-old male, and uh, I am the campus pastor here for the, the new campus. I am originally from Northeast Ohio, so I was born and raised on the east side of Cleveland, and uh, my family, we lived in Cleveland until I was about 10 years old, and then my family moved out to Medina. Uh, my dad worked downtown when I was growing up in the Terminal Tower. My mom worked for Progressive over on the east side. So they were driving like 40 minutes uh, a day, in one way to work, uh, but they wanted their kids to grow up in Medina. And I was fortunate to have uh, been raised in a Christian home growing up. My parents sang Southern gospel music. So they traveled all over the place singing, and I was the sound guy when I was younger. Uh, but my dad was also a deacon at our church. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. And so uh, my, I was raised in a Christian home. And when I was seven, my uh, I realized that, hey, I need Jesus. And so on Mother's Day of 1992, I asked Jesus into my heart, realized I was a sinner, needed forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, I wasn't always the strongest Christian. Uh, my parents sent us to Christian school my whole life. And so I kind of got uh, kind of, I guess, overwhelmed at times with Christianity, and then I became numb to Christianity. Uh, so I wasn't always living the, the best life, uh, but I was still going to Christian school, still going to church all the time. And I was in uh, University of Akron's Honors History Program when I was in college, and I was going to go be a lawyer. And my freshman year, I just kind of realized that it wasn't where I needed to be. And so I was praying to God, like, what's going on? I just kind of felt a call, so I, I switched schools. I went to Liberty University, and it was in my first month or so that I was there. I took a youth ministry class, mm-hmm. and God called me into ministry, and I've never been the same. So tra- I switched over to a religion degree and, uh, and didn't look back. Um, I While I was at Liberty, I met my wife, Julie, and uh, we ended up getting married right after I graduated um, college and uh we, we went through grad school together and have pastored in various places uh, in uh, Ohio and then most in North Carolina and then back to Ohio. And uh, yeah, she's awesome. My wife's amazing. Like She has a really cool job. So she works for NASA. Like everybody, like, <laughs> I, you say that and people are like, yeah. that's so awesome. Uh, so she's great though. Um, and I have two children. God's blessed us with two kids. I have Virginia. Uh, she's nine. Graham is seven. And uh, Virginia uh, is my little swimmer, so she does competitive swimming, so she loves swimming. And my son Graham is obsessed with basketball, and then he's almost a black belt in karate. Wow. So he'll be a black belt within a year, so he's pumped about that. And uh, yeah, we we live in Medina, so we've lived in Medina for the last five years or so. And so uh, God's really blessing us. And I like, as you said, I've been on staff at Grace for about a year, uh, trying to prep and plan uh, for a new campus that we're hopefully going to be launching this fall. Wow. So you've been called into ministry, did ministry for a while. Now you have a new calling. Uh, and why don't you share a little about this new calling, especially to plant a campus? 
yeah, I'm a, I'm a goal-driven kind of a guy. And so I uh, always like setting goals. And I like talking to people about their goals. And about a little over five years ago now, I was talking to one of my student ministry volunteers at my previous church. And I was asking her about her five-year plan. And uh, she was kind of telling me about what she wanted to do in five years. And then she asked me, Aaron, what do you want to do in five years? And I said, well... Man, I think I just really think that God's calling me to plant some type of church. Uh, don't know where. I just feel like that's what God's call on my life is. And then about four and a half years after that initial conversation, uh, everything kind of worked out, and I was hired by grace to plant the new campus. And so my wife and I have always felt like God wants us to. Um, to do a church plant. I feel like all of my previous ministry experience was in preparation for planting a campus and a church. And so we're just excited to be doing it. A ton of work, a huge leap of faith, but we want to be bold in what we do. And so we feel that God is calling us to plant a church, which is what we're doing now through Grace. Yeah. So Grace has always had this one church, thousands of locations, and maybe a few campuses. Uh, So Talk a little bit more about the history of Grace Church and, and wanting to plant this cap- campus and how you're kind of come alongside that already. Yeah. So I think it was about four years ago um, that the discussion started of, do we want to plant uh, a, a church? Do we want to plant a campus? What are we looking to do? And, and that conversation happened and lo- locations were looked at. Uh, but then this thing called COVID happened and COVID kind of slowed down a lot of a lot of the process. But I know that uh, the, the, the idea was always, um, plan a campus. And then about a year ago, well, actually now it's been like a year and a half when they started talking to me and, uh, we, uh, had conversations. I, before I was hired, I sat down and talked with pastor Nick about what, where he wanted to go, what we wanted to do. And I thought, you know, I'm from Medina. It would be really cool if God called us to plant a church in the Southern part of Medina, somewhere around the Cloverleaf uh, high school, and I'll never forget it. Nick was sitting right next to me. He said, Aaron, that's kind of how I feel God's calling us as well. Mm, yeah. And so God kind of took our two calls and, and merged them together. And the more we started doing research on Medina County, specifically uh, the southern part of Medina County, uh, the more uh, we realized that this is probably where God is is calling us. So talking a lot about Medina. So uh and obviously you live there and you mentioned a little bit about wanting to be in the Cloverleaf area, but why specifically Medina and what are some of the stats of the people um, in, in that area and the growth of um, Southern Medina? Yeah. So one awesome part about doing uh, things as a campus is we are, we're trying to pull people who already live uh, near the Northern Wayne, Southern Medina area. And so we have about a hundred folks who come to church pretty regularly to Grace Church in Worcester from Medina. And so it kind of gives us a built-in launch team. Uh, and if you'll remember, if you go to Grace Church a few years ago, uh, Pastor Nick on stage pulled out a map of Wayne County with all kinds of lights and showed that we have people that are living, that, that are traveling 20 to 25 minutes from the north down to Worcester because there's no other churches in their area that are life-giving churches that that are offering what Grace is offering. And so we took that fact and um, and then we started really researching Southern 
Medina County and, and Southern Medina County is just huge growth potential. So right now there are two parts of Medina County that are growing. It's actually the Northeast part and the Southern part. Um, in the southern part, uh, so where we're looking at planting is in Westfield Township. Within 10 miles of Westfield Township, there's 121,000 people uh, who live within that 10-mile radius. And according to the census, about 75,000 of those are unchurched people. Wow. So southern part of Medina is a huge mission field. And one of the awesome things about so the southern part of Medina uh, is it's growing. So in 1995-96, when I moved to Medina, everybody was moving to Medina to 18 and 71. If you're familiar with Medina, that's the heart of Medina County. When my parents moved there, that's where they lived. I lived right behind the Dairy Queen on Route 18. Uh, and uh, actually, when we moved to Medina, the Medina Gazette, which is the Medina newspaper, came out and interviewed our family and said how we represent new Medina because mm -hmm. we're young families that were moving into the central part of Medina. Now, people are starting to move farther south. So uh, Interstate 71 goes from the north to the south through Medina County. And so uh, they're, they're going down another exit from 18 down to 224, 76, and 71 at that exit, which is right in the middle of Cloverleaf School District. Mm. And that area is exploding. So there's yeah. all, all sorts of new businesses that are coming in, factories, warehouses. Uh, there are... Um, multiple large hundred plus developments that are going in into the into the area uh, cloverleaf school district is full so they're building a new high school and middle school because they've outgrown the others and they just built a new elementary school about 10 years ago it's completely full so they're adding onto that and so when i was in high school 20 years or so ago, Cloverleaf had maybe 13, 1,400 students. Now they have over 2,500 students. So it's this huge growing area. Uh, when I was in college, I worked for Sheets, which is a large gas station chain. And Sheets only puts a gas station where growth is happening. And Cloverleaf School District right now is getting two new Sheets stations, wow. one in Seville, one in Lodi, because so many people are moving out there. And so it's those stats and, and, and the, the growth that's happening uh, that is pushing us towards Medina. Because when people move, when young families move into the area, like we want to be the church that's reaching out to them. Uh, we want to be the beacon of hope in the darkness. And so uh, we're really excited to to work in the in the southern part of Medina and just reach all the people. Yeah. So there's a lot lots of growth. Um, but you mentioned how many people are unchurched in the area or young families that probably need to come to know Jesus. So a lot of opportunities to do some outreach there. Um, so what is going to be the key to growing this church? Um, what are some of the conversations or things that need to happen for the church to grow? Yeah, so we're... One word we've been using is providential relationships. And so, as I said, we already have about 100 people who live approximately in the area. And and so it's it's those people meeting their friends, meeting their neighbors, uh, telling them, hey, we have a church coming up. I, I want to invite you, right? One of the things that we do at Grace Church is we say, invita uh, life changes an invitation away. And so we now have a church where instead of saying, hey, why don't you come to church with me? It's 25 minutes south in Worcester. It's, why don't you come to church with me? It's five minutes down the road. Mm -hmm. I'd love for you on a Sunday just to wake up and come to church with me. So it, it allows that invitation through a providential relationship. Um, there's also uh, 
partnering with different nonprofits. So I've got a chance to meet with a few of the local nonprofits, like the Pregnancy Care Center, uh, like some local food organizations, a few different Christian preschools. And all of those are so excited that we're coming uh, because uh, Lodi, for instance, which is in the Cloverleaf School District, has about 20% poverty. And it's the most poverty-ridden area in Medina County. But there's not really any churches that are in that area that are trying to tackle poverty. Because mm. um, to be honest with you, there's just not a whole lot of churches there, uh, period. Uh, in Westfield Township, where we are wanting to plant, there is one other church wow. in a six-by-six six township area. And so uh, because of that, uh, we are looking to partner with some nonprofits and hopefully become the, the beacon where if people are in need, they can come to us. We can try to meet some physical needs so then we can meet a spiritual need. We can develop relationships. We can meet people and we can just give them an invitation to have a relationship with Jesus. Uh, so we're really excited about the growth potential in in, uh, in the Medina campus. Wow. So uh Providential relations are huge, and they're going to be key to growing the church. I'm going to switch the direction just a little bit, and since we're going to a new place, new building, uh, what is church going to look like in Medina? Sure. So if you're familiar uh, at all with with Medina County, especially southern Medina County, uh, there is a large Fortune 500 company in southern Medina County that's headquartered there called Westfield Insurance Company. And Westfield owns... Uh, banks, hotel, country club, conference center, and then a, a large insurance company. And so we have been in contact, in contact with Westfield, and we're actually going to be able to lease one of their old buildings, actually their old print shop, from them. And uh, so hopefully in the next two days from, from today, we'll be signing a lease and entering into about a three-year lease agreement with uh, with Westfield. And so the, the building that we're going to be renting is about 33,000 square feet. It's going to house a 400-seat auditorium, all of our children's ministry, our next steps. It'll have some classroom space. It'll have some office space for us to be able to work out of uh, throughout the week. So it's going to be a fully functioning 24-7 church. Uh, that it's going to have a lot of the portable feel though. We're leasing it. So we're not going to have an opportunity to put up physical walls. So we'll be just utilizing some exist existing spaces, conference rooms, and then we'll be making walls using curtains uh, to try to make an auditorium and make a check-in station and, and those kind of areas. And so uh, we're shooting for 80% DNA. So 80%, we want 80% of what Worcester Grace looks like to be what Medina Grace looks like. Yeah. Uh, Worcester Grace is reaching a little bit different of a person because Worcester is a much larger city than anything in Southern Medina County. So Southern Medina County is a little bit more rural. So that may cause us to look a little bit different than Worcester Grace. But uh, our plan is to have basically the same exact DNA about 70% of the time. We'll actually be going live from Worcester Grace for teaching. So all, everything else will be live in Medina. So our worship will be live, next steps. You actually get a physical cup of coffee, you know, when you walk into the building. Uh, but the teaching will be uh, done remotely about 70% of the time. Then about 30% of the time we'll have live teaching, whether it'll be myself or Pastor Nick coming down to Medina to preach live uh, or someone else. And so it, it'll, we're considering it a hybrid model is is what it's called. Um, but we're wanting those who are coming from Worcester to Medina 
to feel incredibly comfortable and just to, yeah. to, to feel at home when they walk in from the people that they see to the, to the style of worship, to the preaching, to the life giving, to the right. outreach focus, um, here at, in Worcester, we has, have started a few years ago our Four Wayne County initiative, which is what we use all of our churches outreach, Four Wayne County. We want to be Four Wayne County because Jesus is for us. So we've started a Four Medina as well, uh, which will be going out into the community to reach needs. And so that, that very much that part of our identity is going to be reflected as well. Sweet. So with a bunch of things being very similar to how Worcester is going to be with uh, worship, uh, different ministries that we offer here, outreach opportunities, what next steps or what available things that need to be done um, for people now uh, to, to help this campus grow and move forward in preparation for the start date? Yeah. So initially we were going to partner with a school uh, to be able to uh, have our church. We would have been set up in teardown. Uh, that kind of fell through. Uh, so now we are trying to get into this building and get everything purchased and get everything prepared. So our time has been kind of condensed in, in what we, were, we would love to have done. And so because of that, the practical next step is for prayer. So from the church standpoint, we are just praying that everything is able to go through pretty efficiently, and we are praying that uh, the supply chain shortages that are hitting right now uh, with various electronic electrical devices and things that we need to have church, that we're not affected by the supply chain. And so we're able to, what we need to purchase, we'll be able to purchase and have by our hopefully September 18th launch date. Um, that's been the date that we've been trying to hit for the last year or so. Um, with how things are going, uh, we may or may not hit that. Uh, we're praying, though, that by September 18th, we're at least having a soft launch, maybe not a hard launch. Um, and so the next step is to pray for that. Uh, it is to pray for the people. As I said, 75,000 people uh, within driving distance of our church don't have any type of relationship with Jesus. They may know a little bit about Jesus. They may have an idea of who Jesus is, but they don't have any type of relationship. And so we're praying that we can develop a, a, a foundation uh, really that's really strong in the community to have a good name in the community. So when people do have a need or when they're maybe questioning, like, what is church? What is this Jesus thing all about? What does it mean to be a Christian? Like They pick up and call our number. And we're able to invite them to church and have conversation or go out to coffee with local people in Southern Medina County and just talk about uh, the, the life change uh, that is found in Jesus because he died on the cross for, yeah. for the world. And so we're praying for those people, and then we're, we're praying for the people who are going. You know, we're hoping to have about 150 people from Worcester go to Medina to help have a launch team. So that launch team will help us to solidify our next steps ministry, our first impressions, kids, youth, uh, worship, production, um, groups, you know, all these ministries that we have here that we are wanting to start as soon as possible at the new campus. And so the, that launch team will be leaving what's familiar with them here in Worcester to go to this new startup church plant. And so we're asking to pray for uh, those people. And then also we have uh, people who in the community who have already expressed interest. 
Uh, so some of them aren't currently involved in a church. Some of them are going to a different church and they're uh, feeling that God's calling them to switch churches. And so we're asking for the launch team to be prayed over as well as the new people who are kind of joining the launch team who aren't involved or affiliated with Grace right now. And so we're just praying for all of those and then uh, praying for our staff too, uh, launching a new campus and going from one church that's multi-venue to now one church that's multi-venue and now multi-campus right. is a huge jump and and uh, it's 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 a big we have to create systems and we have to do all sorts of things to be able to launch a new campus and our staff are the ones who are driving a lot of that and doing the planning the vision implementing systems that type of thing and so it's difficult so we're praying for our staff as well as we prepare in uh, two short months to to start a second campus. There is going to be so much happening right at one time. And the more I talk to you about it, the more I get excited about what God is going to do uh, in and through this campus and in and through the church here in Worcester as well, um, because there's going to be new opportunities in Worcester to serve as well as opportunities in Medina to serve. Um, And so thank you, Aaron, for just sharing a whole bunch of new insights uh, and updates on what is going on. And there's going to be a ton of different ways that you can uh, help out. And part of being on mission is either going yourself or um, praying and uh, helping equip people along the way to go um, uh, on mission in this area. And so some good next steps to take is um, to to make sure you're praying for the campus, what is to come, praying for our church, um, like you said, um, Maybe for some of you, it is serving, though. Um, Maybe some of you are are right now thinking, I need a new opportunity to serve. Uh, I need a place to be plugged in, and and this is the place to be. And so uh, considering going to the campus yourself to serve uh, is huge. And then on the other hand, uh, along with praying, whether you're going or not, uh, inviting is going to be the biggest thing. Part of the reason why we're opening another campus is to reach way more people uh, for Jesus, just as Aaron was mm-hmm. mentioning. And so um, maybe it is inviting. There are people in Medina that you know that need to get plugged into a church um, and uh, making sure you're getting connected with those providential relations. So we are super excited um, for what is to come. Any any final things for uh, pe- people to know? Yeah, I just we mentioned it earlier, but providential relationships. I mean, that's another key area that we can be praying for. Uh, you know, because we all are out into the world, we all have our different spheres of influence. We all come and interact with people uh, in, at different times, and so we've been praying for providential relationships. A few uh, months ago, my uh, I, we we had just started praying for providential relationships. We had this meeting as a vision team and and we said, oh, we all need to be praying for providential relationships. And so I was praying for a providential relationships and my son had a Zoom parent-teacher conference. He's in first grade. And so we have his first grade, good old Zoom teacher conference and we, we wrap it up. And then his, his teacher, Sue, said, hey, Aaron, can I ask you a personal question? And uh, whenever you get that whole personal question answer, I try to be an open book. I know some people don't like that. I always try to. So I'm like, sure, ask me any any personal question. And she said, well, your son Graham, he had mentioned that you're a pastor. And uh, I remember that you are a pastor. And so I, I looked you up on Google. <laughs> and I said, okay. And she said, well, are you, are you, um, 
are you pastoring at Grace Church in Worcester currently? And I said, uh, yeah, I am. And Sue proceeded to tell me that she's having problems with her current church. And she was driving like 30 minutes to her current church outside of Cleveland. And so she said, so I'm looking for a church that's closer to, to home. And I said, well, where do you live? And she said, well, I live in Chippewa Lake. Mm-hmm. And so we're looking for a church, um, but we're thinking about maybe driving to Worcester to go to church. And I said, well, we'd love to have you come to Worcester, Grace. But I want to let you know, that's I'm the campus pastor of the Southern Medina campus. So we're looking to plant a church right by right in the Cloverleaf School District. Yeah. And she was just so excited that a church was going to come where she would be able to attend, where she would be able to invite her friends and her neighbors in Chippewa Lake to come out and be a part of our church. And so just just relationships like those seem to be happening more and more. You know, the more you pray that God uh, allows you to talk to people about him, the more he's going to send you people. And some of those people may be living in the Medina area. And so it would be an easy ask to say, hey, you know, our church has a church in Medina, Medina Grace Church in Westfield. We'd love for you uh, to come out. And so that, that's just a huge way that we can be uh, inviting and praying personally uh, to use our sphere of influence uh, for the kingdom purpose. Well, we are super excited to hear stories like that and to continue to hear stories of life change and people excited to come to the campus. So uh, we hope that you are inspired or challenged to take a next step um, in helping out with the campus. And uh, we're praying that God is just going to move our church forward. So Uh, Thank you for tuning in, uh, and we'll make sure to keep you updated on the new things to come for the campus. Um, But until then, have a great day.